Quarterback Sefo Lufau led things off at this week's Colorado Press Luncheon, followed by wide receiver Nelson Spruce, then head coach Mike McIntyre, and finally linebacker Addison Gillum. Sefo, if progress was made Saturday against UMass, tell us where you think the progress was made and how much progress you guys made in that game on Saturday. I think we showed a lot of fight. You know, going down by 10 points, it's something that uh, we didn't have in the first week, uh, obviously, to everyone. And, you know, it's, we made the plays when it counted down the stretch. We didn't play the perfect game uh, in any aspect, uh, offense, defense, special teams. But, you know, we made, we made the plays that, that need to be made to win the game. So, what are you seeing from the Arizona State defense? And uh, what are you expecting from them? Uh, they're a very athletic defense. You know, they, they've lost some key guys from last year, but I think they have some, some really good young guys stepping up. Uh, you know, not many weak spots in their defense. So, you know, we're just going to have to be, uh, you know, consistent, be able to run and pass the ball on them because uh, nothing's going to come easy. Knowing how good ASU's offense is, do you go into this game with kind of a mentality this could be potentially a shootout? Well, I don't think it'll be a shootout. You know, I have I have faith and trust in our defense, uh, and I also have faith in our offense and the game plan that our coaches have put, in, uh, put us in. So... You know, I, I don't expect a shootout, but you know, if it's a shootout, you know, the offense, uh, we need to be ready to, you know, play and go for a shootout. Seth, on, on Saturday at UMass, uh, early in the third quarter, in the third quarter, there seemed to be a rhythm that you guys fell into offensively. But what changed? Why, why did you guys become more effective offensively? You know, I honestly couldn't tell you. You know, the guys, you know, the whole game were just saying, you know, one play at a time, uh, just keep picking each other up and. It just started clicking during that time, and you know we kept it rolling. I kept it on a good pace, and you know the defense did a good job of getting us the ball back. And I just think you know everything just started to click in terms of running the ball and, and passing, and just keeping the defense off balance. Coach Max said when he walked into the locker room at halftime, he saw what he wanted to see, which was guys were willing to fight. Did you see that too? Are you noticing more of a sense of urgency from this team? Yeah, I definitely do. You know the guys. Uh, we had certain individuals, you know, out there, you know, pumping the guys up, talking, you know, saying, you know, we can't do the same thing that we did last week, and you know, encouraging the guys, which is which is what we need. Uh, we just need to keep encouraging each other and fight because you can't just go and roll over every week. You know, it's we got to break that break that cycle, and you know, I think we're on the road to doing that. You guys have taken a huge step up in competition this weekend, Coach Max. By far away, this is the best team you'll play this year. What do you guys need to do to raise your level to match that? Just play our game. You know, we can't really be worried about who's lined up across the ball because every team in the Pac-12 is a really good team. You know, you can't take anyone lightly. Anyone can beat anyone on any given day, and you know that's how we're looking at it right now. Is it important that you uh, play? Is it important that you play a really good game against Arizona State because in line with you know, some of the struggles in the past against the Pac-12? Is there pressure, added pressure in this opener for the conference play? I don't think so. I think uh, there's no emphasis on playing a good game. You know, you have to play a good game every week if you want to win. So I, I don't think you can put <clears throat> any emphasis on saying, hey, you got to play exceptionally amazing this week. I mean, no one's going to play a perfect game. I mean, if you do, I mean, you should be in the league already, you know, but not even anyone in the league plays a perfect game. So, you know, you just got to go out there and take what the defense gives you and, you know, hope that, uh, you know, everyone does their part. So how much do you guys truly feed off the fans? And you, know, you hear a lot that you, know, you guys need to start winning to get the fans here. But how much would it help if the fans came here first to help you guys get the wins? Yeah, the fans help a lot. You know, especially last week. You know, 
we had a lot of fans there. You know, I'd say we matched the other fan base, if not more, uh, and they were definitely louder. You know, which is you know really key. You know, it, it, it's an extra boost for the guys. Uh, you know, it helps them get in the game even more, and you know, just that extra support uh, is, is really helpful to us. Um, but you know, along with that support, you know, we have to be able to do something with our team and you know, having some internal, you know. I guess motivation, you know, keep going. But you know, the support from the fans is amazing. Does it matter to you playing at night, playing during the day? Is there maybe an extra juice or vibe playing in the lights at night? Uh, you know, depends on the week. I'll give you that. Uh, it's it's neither here nor there. You know, obviously, if you play at night, you're in the hotel longer, but that just gives you more time to prepare. Um, it, it doesn't really matter, uh, night or day. You know, if it's a big game, then you know you're going to be up for it. So, can this be sort of a measuring stick for you guys? I mean, you spent an entire offseason wanting to get better and wanting to keep these Pac-12 games closer and stuff this season. Can this first Pac-12 game uh, against a team that has had so much success can it be a measuring stick? I think it could be a measuring stick. But, you know, they're a really good team, and, you know, we're going out there to win. You know, we're not going up there to measure how close we can lose by. You know, no one should ever, you know, go in with that mindset. You know, we're going in there to win, uh, and, you know, we're going in to win every Pac-12 game. So, you know, everyone's got the belief right now. Everyone's working hard in practice, and, you know, we're, we're looking forward to Saturday. Not that you didn't have chemistry with Nelson Spruce last season, but are you kind of gaining even more comfort when things break down? Is that the guy you're looking to now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nelson's got uh, really sure hands. Uh, he runs great routes. Uh, you know, he's, you know, I guess you guys want to label it a safety blanket. You know, he's kind of that guy, you know. Uh, you can trust Bruce uh, on any play. And so, yeah, he, he's the, definitely the safety blanket for this team right now. But you can't, you can't knock out any of the receivers. Um, you know, the defense can't just say, hey, we're going to guard Spruce and leave one else open because, you know, I have other good receivers on the team. I've heard multiple players talk about the presence Terrence Crowder had on the sidelines last week. Can you talk about that at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. T, T, we call him TC. Uh, he, he had a really good uh, impact on the team. Uh, he plays special teams, but, you know, during that whole game, he was pumping up the sidelines for offense, defense. And, you know, we need guys like that, um, you know, to you get everyone pumped. He got the sidelines pumped, uh, you know, not even talking about the fans. And it's just uplifting, you know, to have someone keep pushing you and keep energizing you. Yeah, Shea Fields is, is a really good player. You know, if you want to, you want to get your playmakers of the ball, and you know, I have a numerous amount of receivers, and you know, that goes for Shea and Nelson. Um, yeah, he's a special talent, and you know, hopefully, you know, he keeps progressing through the years because you know he's still young. But you know, as of right now, yeah, we try and get him the ball. Have you got enough Taylor Kelly at all? Maybe at the Manning whatever. I don't think he was there, to be honest. Um, I don't think him or the other Arizona quarterback was there. Um, so I, I don't have any relationships. I've never talked to him. Sefo, as you look at the first two games you guys played as you prepare for this game, is there one or two things on offense specifically that you're looking to improve on? Maybe some things that you're not entirely happy with what you've done the first two weeks that you really need to shore up this week? You know, I don't really think so. Uh, there's not like one glaring thing that repeatedly happens and say, you know, we need to fix this. Like, we don't need to say like, hey, we need to fix the run game or we need to fix the pass game. Because I, I just think it's uh, different things here and there. Um, and we, we fixed them. We've watched them on film and, you know, we've made corrections on that. So 
I don't think we can pinpoint one or two things. Uh, it, it kind of varies at times. Anything else for Sefo? Good Nelson up here. Thank you. Yes. You are uh, leading the Pac-12 in receiving so far. Can you just talk about uh, the, the start you've gotten off to this season? Yeah, I mean, it's been nice. We've been executing on offense. Um, some of our younger receivers have stepped up, so I think it's kind of allowed me to do my thing, and Steph has been, you know, fine to me whenever I get open. Um, but that being said, it's still early in the season. We haven't even gotten to conference play, so a lot of work to be done. Seems like you sometimes get the reputation as a possession receiver. Do you feel like uh, good about the fact that you've been able to get behind a couple defenses and show people that, you know, it's not all possession for me? Yeah, I mean, I take pride in kind of being that possession guy that Steph can count on and get, getting the first down, but something I worked a lot on in the off season was you know, being more of a deep threat and my downfield speed. So it's been nice to be able to execute in that aspect. How do you feel he's progressing as the season's gone on? It seems that last week he made some nice throws to move downfield mm -hmm. that maybe he didn't make last year. Are you seeing that? Yeah, I mean, he's just had a whole off season to kind of work with his system. He had last year, half of last year under his belt. So I think the more a young guy like that gets a game experience, you're just going to see, you know, a lot of improvement each game. And I think that's Going into conference play, I think he had a good week last week, threw for over 300 yards, I think. So, you know, just hoping to keep improving each week. Nelson, I know you guys believe you can win every game you, you go into, and you kind of have to have that uh, mentality as a competitor. But why should your fans, why should people who want to support this program believe that you guys can win on Saturday? Um, you know, I think. It's just about you know improving off what we did last year, and I think we're just more competitive as a team overall. This is a team that kind of dominated us last year, honestly. Um, and you know we we didn't play as well as we could have last week, but I think we learned you know how to fight for four quarters. And I think if we handle our our business on offense and defense, you know we'll still be in it. <clears throat> we'll be in it for four quarters, and if if we can finish like we did last week, you know then it's you know it's anyone's game. Going against uh, ASU's defense for a couple couple of years, um, you know what strikes you about them? What kind of character? What kind of what's their yeah. personality? Yeah, well, they're they're a big blitzing team, which is you know something we've you know we got a game plan for, and you know their athletic defense are flying around. Um, they have lost a lot of their uh, a lot of their main starters from last year, but <clears throat> watching them on film, I think they replaced them with some good guys. So <clears throat> excuse me. It's a it's a good you know test going into the Pac-12. No, obviously game, sorry, obviously game one didn't go the way you wanted. You won game two, but maybe you didn't play as well as you liked. Where can this team make its biggest improvement as you guys get ready to face your toughest challenge? Um, I think it's just a matter of execution. I think the coaches have been putting us in good situations. Um, you know, defensively, we had a rough first half, I think, last game. And then we kind of uh, picked it up in the second half. And if we can play on that high level the whole time, I think this is a team that, you know, can, can do some damage in the Pac-12. And offensively, it's just a matter of, you know, I think Sefa missed some throws. We dropped some balls in the first half. But again, if we can, you know, just play at that sustained high level of play, then you know, we can be efficient on offense as well. Nelson, when you guys look out on the stand, you see a lot of construction going, some new seats being built. 
Are you guys as players excited about uh, all the changes going on and having those new seats ready for Saturday? Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. I was in a uh, meeting last night with Rick Jordan, who's going over all like the uh, what they're putting in in the new building, and it's just a crazy plan. I don't think there's anywhere like that in the nation. So yeah, I'm excited for the changes around here, and I think everyone you know involved with the program should be. Nelson, how much double coverage have you gotten in the past, and do you think, if you haven't, is that going to change starting Saturday night? Um, I mean, that'll be, remain to be seen. I haven't been really gotten any so far this year, and obviously last year with Pete Ridge, they couldn't afford to <laughs> double cover me. But um, yeah, I haven't seen, I don't think, any of it so far yet. Um, and I mean, I think the good part about our team is we saw, you know, Shea's been having a big year. And Bobo stepped up last game and had a few catches, and Tyler and Dee are always going to be making plays. So I don't really think, you know, we're a, we're a team you can really double cover. Other guys are going to hurt you. Hey, Nelson, have you, uh, I don't know what your relationship like was like with Paul Richardson, but have you, has he contacted you or you guys had any kind of communication since your fast start this year? Has he said anything to you? Um, no, I haven't talked to him since the season started. The last time I talked to him, I think, was right before going into camp. And he kind of just asked me how things were going, you know, told me that, you know, I t need to take on more of a leadership role and help these younger guys come along. But I haven't talked to him recently. But pretty busy, I think. Nelson, what is Coach Walters yelling at you about? What I mean by that is, what is he trying to get you to improve on? Um, when he yells at me the most, it's not really for mistakes I make, because, you know, he. He expects, you know, we're going to make mistakes sometimes. It's when he sees me, you know, loafing or my energy falling off in practice, he'll get on me because, you know, being a captain, the, the rest of the guys are kind of looking at me to, you know, be that example. So if he sees me falling off, he'll get on me so that, you know, I can pick the rest of the team up. Nelson, what's the best way to It's an exciting uh, day. Um, as we look outside out there, they're going to have that done. So uh, that's, a, that's a story in itself, what's going on out there. It's exciting. Um, our, 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 our players are excited about seeing it every day when they come back and forth from practice. Uh, you know, Arizona State, the team we're playing, is an excellent, um, I think they're probably you know, one of the most overall talented offenses in the Pac-12. Um, you know, their quarterback, Taylor Kelly, doesn't get all the big-time accolades probably that the other quarterbacks in our league do um, and off the teams that, you know, won championships like they did last year. But he makes plays. He runs their offense really well. You know, he's a deceptive runner. He makes really good runs. He makes good throws. They have big, big athletic receivers, um, you know, um, and they are um, – the running backs are good. Their offensive line is, is excellent and very and intact and can do a lot of things. I think they're an excellent, excellent uh, – Offensive football team. Uh, I think, of course, you know they're averaging 50-something points a game right now, um, and, that, and that's what they would do defensively. Um, I think they've got some good talent. Um, you know, uh, Coach Graham and those guys do a good job on defense there. You know, they're they're uh, the guy that sticks out to me is Demarius Randall, number three. He makes all kind of plays, and then they got this big guy that wears number one. It doesn't look like the jersey even fits him. He's so big and so athletic. Um, Marcus um, Partisan. And, uh, you know, they're, they're a very talented football team. And it's going to be a, a great test for us. I'm excited about playing here. Our first home game, really, of the year. And uh, um, at night on ESPNU. So it's going to be exciting. Coach, um, progress comes in all different shapes and sizes and various degrees, I guess. Two-part question. One, 
defensively, where did you see the progress made this past week against UMass? And two, how much progress needs to be made this week to take on your toughest test of the year? Yeah, um, I thought that we made good progress um, uh, in the, uh, especially the second half at UMass. Uh, we pretty much uh, shut them down except for the one drive. We had like four different penalties um, and uh, on that drive, which we've got to stop doing, and i got to figure out some um, things on that. So we'll, we'll get better at that. I thought that the, the kids started understanding, started tackling better. We fit the run up a lot better this week, um, this past week at that game. And, uh, you know, I've seen glimpses of really good things. I've seen glimpses of really tough things. Um, you know, we're really, 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 really young um, on defense. And it, watching those guys kind of come in their own in the second half was, was good to see. We had, you know, um, pressure on the quarterback. We had guys making plays they hadn't been making on, on the line of scrimmage. Uh, we had uh, aggressive uh, play in the secondary, which was good. So I think they kind of grew up a little bit there. Um, the team that we're about to play this Saturday um, is excellent. Um, they're big and powerful and fast, and we're going to have to play um, a, a much better on defense um, than we have. And, uh, and and be able to uh, to match their intensity and their athletic ability. Mike, you guys, uh, last 20 minutes or so of that game last week, you guys got really aggressive going after the quarterback. Mm -hmm. And I know a couple of them resulted in penalties, but you were still aggressive going after him. Uh, do you have to be careful with that against a man like Kelly who can take off on that? Um, yeah, I think yeah, you have to be careful, but um, also if you if you always if you always sit back, then they'll make plays. I mean, you just gotta you gotta pick and choose your times, and, and hopefully you blitz right, and hopefully you uh, are aggressive enough, and hopefully on your when you do different line stunts, you're able to get a guy free, and they run it correctly. Um, uh, you know they do throw the ball pretty quick. But, you know they, he doesn't hold the ball real long. That offense is more of a it's truly more of a spread type offense. Um, you know, they don't always play with four wides, but you'll look out there and it looks like four wides. You know, they'll have running backs out receiver. They'll have, you know, they do the same formations, have the same personnel group. Um, so you have to be ready to be able to adjust to everything. And uh, so it, it's a little bit harder to get as much pressure on him. Um, he won't hold the ball quite as long. But you're exactly right. Also, when he does hold it, when he pulls it down to run, he pulls it down to run. And uh, he, he does a good job at that. So last year we had him all hemmed up and had everybody covered, and he pulled the ball down on the goal line down there, made about an 18-yard run and got to the pylon before we did. We made a good play. So that's something that we've got to be able to create our rush lanes. But if you just try to stay in your rush lanes all the time and you're very conservative on that, then you never get to him either. So he's a good player. DJ Foster has 363 yards on the ground. What is it about their offense that has him be so effective, or is he just that special player? Uh, I think he's, number one, I think he's a special player. Uh, number two, they, they get him the ball in a lot of good situations. Um, on the edge, you know, what I call some power read plays and some, you know, um, outside type, um, we call it horn, where they're pulling the tackles, and he kind of gets out on the edge. Uh, and then he's able, he's a really, he gets running on the side and he, he's a good cutback runner. Um, and so uh, that's where he makes a lot of his hay. He gets on the sideline and then he'll cut back on you. And so we've been working on that, hopefully uh, being able to take the right angles on him. But he's powerful and he's strong. You know, they also gave him the ball in the passing game too. Um, so they utilize him well. Speaking of progress, uh, how much of an improvement have you seen between Shea Fields in week one and week two? Uh, you know, Shea, I, I think, um, about halfway through camp, he started uh, kind of coming on, and then I thought he played really. I thought he played well our first game, and I thought the second game um, he played better. Um, and we had a couple plays out there. He would even had a bigger game 
um, that you know he got behind the guys because he can run and he can make plays. I'm excited about what Shea brings to the table. I think he's a good player. Like you mentioned the, the CU crowd out in the Fox. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, this week, you, know, you guys are at home for the uh -huh. first time. How much does a crowd really help a team? And you know, you spend a lot of empty seats here. How much does it really help you guys if, if this place is filled? Oh, it, it, it means a lot to everybody when the place is filled. But, you know, when you get out in between the lines and you start playing, um, you just play. And, you know, you're, you're just as happy if there's 10,000 people there and you win, and you're just as sad if there's, you know, and just as happy if there's 80,000, um, if that makes sense. And you're just as sad when you lose either way. But the crowd does make a big difference. The crowd does, I think, keep inspiring you, especially if they keep the energy going and keep excitement going doing the ebbs and flows of a football game. Um, and I know out at um, UMass that the group that was there, they were, they were loud and, and excited the whole game. I, and uh, I think that inspired our kids a lot. Going into the season, you had obviously your most experienced uh, defensive linemen were in the middle there. Uh -huh. How have, have they met your expectations um, for two games? They played really well last week. They, um, first week, they hit and miss. And uh, they knew it. They were disappointed in it. Um, we corrected a few things, they corrected a few things, and I think they'll keep playing really well. I thought they played, they played technique sound, they rushed the passer, they um, were good at stout against the line, stout at letting the guys not get to the second level on the running plays, which is a big deal, let our linebackers go. Um, I was really pleased with the way they played last week, and I think they understand it and they play well the rest of the year in there, because I think, I, think I think they can do pretty well in there in our league. What, what is going on with the special teams? It seems that you guys had some problems last week with the CSU game. Are you guys working on that this week? Is that a big No, problem? we're not working on it at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah we, we are working on it. Um, you know, we, um, we, we had, uh, you know, just on our kickoff coverage, um, we uh, didn't fit a couple things up right and stayed on some blocks on the backside because your backside's got to get there. And we didn't get off blocks well. Um, we got to design a little bit better for that. And then we've made some changes on some guys. We feel like we can do better at that. And uh, um, so we have been working at it, and we'll keep pushing at it. Mike, uh, some coaches say you need to have a marquee win to kind of propel a program mm -hmm. forward. Are you in that camp? I think you just got to keep improving every day, and then those wins come. I don't, I don't think there's a marquee. I don't think the kids go the next week and go, wow, we had a marquee win. We can keep going and get better. I do not believe that. I believe you just keep playing. And then I think the marquee win happens. And I think you've improved well enough that you can keep doing that. It's, you know, if it's just a fluke, then it's a fluke. Um, and uh, so I think this uh, this is the daily process of everything that goes along. And then that game happens, and to everybody else, it's a marquee win. But to you, you know, you, you've gotten better and better and better. Um, and so we just got to keep working. Coach, um, in college, since you don't get the ability to scrimmage against another team in the uh -huh. preseason game, it, I guess it could be kind of hard to evaluate where your team's at and you're always going against yourself. After two games, I guess just where do you think this team's at? How much work is there to do? I guess you're just a, your assessment of where this team's right. at after two weeks. I, I think that uh, um, we still have, of course, a long way to go. I think that um, our young guys are getting better. I think that uh, we're starting, it's starting to slow down for some of them. The game is, um, they're starting to see things. They're not making the same mistake over and over. Um, the other thing you notice as a coach or a teacher, if you've ever taught before, when the student asks you very intelligent questions, or coach, if this happens, we should do this, you know they understand it. 
And I'm getting a lot more of those questions from those younger guys. And, uh, and some of those guys are start, like Tedrick Thompson. He's starting to ask me question after question and say, Coach, if they do this, we could do that. You know, wow. He wasn't ever asking that before. And last week, you know, he caused a fumble. He had a pick. You know, he made a bunch of tackles. The light bulbs are starting to come on. You know, you make a pick and you're in the right place. And if you're not in the right place, you don't. The ball falls to the ground. It's a different ball game. Um, so I think that uh, that's just an example. He was player of our game last week on defense. And I think he's an example of a guy that played on and off as a freshman, starting this year all the time as a sophomore, and just kind of getting his feet more and more wet and it's starting to open up for him. Quick follow-up to that. Is that rare to have players feel comfortable enough to ask coaches those kind of questions? Because it seems to me like in some cases, maybe players would be a little afraid to ask No, we, I want them to have knowledge. I want them to go, they come over, hey coach, they're, you know, the, the guy's lining up on the hash and he's not outside the hash now. Should we play that in and out? Should we cup that? Should we do this? Yes. When they're thinking, well, I don't even know where he lined up. I don't even know how to line up. You know, does that make sense? Before I go, where do you, you line up on the edge? Oh, we did? You know, is that all that type of thing? You know, coach, the, they're always running 80, you know, he comes over the sideline during that UMass game and goes, coach, last two times 87 ran the game, they're throwing the ball. Exactly right. Every time he comes in the game, they're throwing. Hey, they're throwing the ball every time 87's in. You know, they're picking that up in the drive. Before, they don't even know who 87 was. They don't even line up in tight end because they're just trying to get out there and get in their own spot. Does that your 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 lens opens up, and so that's exciting for for me as a coach. Funny you mentioned Tedrick. I was going to ask you about it, but I was going to ask you a couple of weeks ago. You mentioned when safeties are getting a lot of tackles, it's not always great for the defense. Uh -huh. Was that a product Saturday of him just having a good game, or was it sort of a combination? Uh, it was a combination. It was a combination, but we had. You know, a lot of times we have we had him down closer to the line of scrimmage more often in this game. Um, he wasn't back in coverage as much. We had him down in a lot of their sets down closer to the line, so he ended up being in between a linebacker and a safety, so he should have had more tackles. If it was more of a, quote, passing team and that type of thing, um, he would have been not had maybe had as many unless they're catching a lot of passes and making a lot of tackles. So. But he did a good job fitting. He did a good job um, reading some stuff. Um, and you know, even on the play he got beat on, uh, which is a good throw and route by them, he had enough common, he had enough to him to run the guy down and strip the football. And we should have got that ball. That ball took a funk. We had three guys and it bounces back to them. In the past, he would have just run down and tackled him. Now he's learning to, I'm gonna get the ball. He's playing under control. Those are the type of things that all the guys will start doing more and more of. You know, Cheeto Bay starting to do it all the time now. And uh, you know, um, so we're, you know, we're getting better in, those subtle things, which you do, a, you make a pick and you cause a fumble every game, you got a chance to change the games for us. So hopefully we'll keep doing that. <coughs> Coach, it seems a reoccurring theme in the last couple of years has been this team struggling at the end of the first half. Uh -huh. Have you been able to put your finger on what, what's causing that? Um, well, I, I know what caused it last week. We, uh, you know, we didn't get a first down there and gave them the ball back, and then they hit us on a, a double move deep pass. Um, and then their six, their seven foot tight end jumped up and caught a ball with one hand. Our guys were all over, um, you know. And you know we came back and responded and, and finished it off. You know we just gotta, um, you know, find ways to finish off the half. I don't know. It's different ways at different times. After two games of film now, how do you feel Addison has played? Um, I thought that um, he played really well this last game. I thought the first game he didn't play as well as Addison usually plays. Um, but uh, overall, he's still in that game at 10 tackles. 
you know, I would have liked him to have about 18. Um, and uh, um, but uh, he uh, he played well last game, and uh, you know he's kind of been beat up a little bit, and so he's playing through some stuff, and so he comes to play every day. So I've been very pleased with his um, leadership, his effort, and playing through some um, you know soreness in some areas, and so. Um, He's done well there. I think he'll play. I think he'll play really well this week because he's even feeling better this week than he has the last two weeks, physically. Coach, you were just talking about teaching, um, and, and the adage is you learn more from your mistakes. Uh huh. But I think it's essential to the teacher to have success, to have those lessons really stick and the confidence build. So, how important is success to the teaching? Oh, I think success is uh, important. Um, you show success to the young men on certain things they do in practice, certain things they do um, on game film, um, all those type of things. You know, you know, it's achieving success and improving as a team is you set goals and small goals, and they reach that small goal, and they go to another goal, and they go to another goal. That creates confidence, and then you start making plays. So, um, you know, I think that uh, you know the way we um, responded. Uh, in the second half last week was a, definitely a confidence builder to those kids. Um, and, uh, you know, to, to do your job when everything around you looks like it's going south, if you just go out and do your job as hard as you can and do it right, then eventually you'll make a play. And I think that we're starting to learn how to do that a little bit in the heat of battle. Coach, when, uh, when you look for outside sources of motivation yeah. week to week to kind of inspire your team, last year's game with Arizona State, 25 nothing at the end of the first, 47 to 6 at the half. Do you need to remind your guys of that? Do you remind your guys of that? Do you want them using that as motivation this week? Uh, we don't have to remind them of that. They know that. I mean, we um, severely got beat last year um, from the opening whistle to the end, and uh, our kids know that. And so uh, I, I know they'll come out ready to go from the beginning and, and, and play uh, play extremely hard and extremely, extremely tough. So I don't think they need any um, motivation on that side of it. Coach, where do you want to see improvement in the running game, and do you see Philip Lindsay taking more of a role in that? Right. I, I thought that uh, we ran the ball um, well um, again in the second half the other day, and uh, you know uh, I thought that you know Philip ran well. We're gonna you know mix those guys around as you see they're playing on all different special teams, and you know one of the things last week it was so hot uh, for those guys that them being able to rotate in and out. I think you saw it first when we put the different guys in at different times. Um, and so I, I think Phillip's doing a good job and Phillip will get carries as, um, as everything goes and different guys get nicked up too. Um, and uh, I thought Phillip made some, made some good plays for us uh, last week. Is Jalen Strong the most talented wide receiver you've seen yet? Oh, yet? In the first three games? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he is very, very talented. Very, very big. He, Reminds you a little bit of the guy that plays at Detroit Lions. You know, he's big like that. Um, and, or, or the young man at number 88 that plays out here at Denver. You know, those guys, big athletic guys. Um, he, he's a really good player. He can get very strong hands to Very, very strong hands. For any number of reasons, including the number of teams ranked in the top 25, the SEC takes great pride in saying it's the best conference uh -huh. in the country. No, I would say the Pac-12 is, um, to me, is, probably, is the best. I think we have the best quarterbacks, um, which means week in, week out, you're going to have 
excellent offensive play. Um, I, I, you know, if you look at the NFL, I've said this before, and I think the same thing happens in our league right now is um, the NFL teams that have great quarterbacks, their coaches stay there a long time and coach, and they win a lot of games. Um, the teams that don't have great quarterbacks, they don't win a lot of games in the NFL. I think the same thing goes when you get to major college BCS football. Uh, once your team's good enough around him, if you have a stable at quarterback that's really good and in our league, um, there's quite a few. So that's why this league, I think, is so productive week in, week out offensively. I mean, you can look at Oregon this past weekend. When he's well, they're hard to beat by anybody in America. And that was supposed to, you know, one of the best defenses in America. Everybody was talking <clears throat> And they, you know, they scored quite a bit of points, and he's pretty good. So I think that the quarterback is the key. I think that's why our league's better than everybody else's league. I think we have talent all over. I just think our talent on our top-notch teams right now at quarterback is exceptional. Coach, you had a couple of guys uh, dinged in last week's game. Do you expect to go into this relatively healthy or might be missing a few pieces? Uh, we're still waiting to see, um, but I think um, I think we're going to – I think everybody will be back, but they haven't been able to practice much this week, so the practice really probably be practicing Thursday and Friday. So um, hopefully they'll all be back. It, as of this morning, it looked like they would be unless we have a setback sometime this afternoon, which – Hopefully we don't. Uh, Coach, you guys averaged 3.3 yards carry against UMass, and that's a week after they got gashed for 330 mm -hmm. rushing yards. Right. What do you need to do to run the ball more effectively? Is it, is it the line? Is it your backs? Uh, what do you need to do? To I think it's a combination of both. I think we just need to you know, block a little better, run a little better, um, and uh, you know, keep trying to uh, um, scheme it up where we can have some, some better schemes to, to do it. Um, and uh, you know, and they and they loaded up against the run a little bit, which opened up some you know big time passing plays. And you know, we, we missed two others, um, and uh, um, that if we would have hit them, we would have thrown for well over 450 yards. I mean, and so you know, when you're playing that up close to the line of scrimmage as many times as they did, uh, you know, you're kind of banging your head on the wall if you want to you know run it. Um, so we, we was able to make some big-time plays and some big-time passes for us. Um, you know, when you're in trouble, when you can't run it is when they're playing a soft shell and then you can't run it. That's when you're really in trouble. Uh, so, but we want to keep balance. I think it, it also allows us to be able to do that. You know, we hit a few runs in the second half, so they started having to get more people in the box, which opened up some of the big plays for us. So just keep working at it. In Boston College, that's what they do. If you've ever watched them, they play with – three tight ends and big old fullback and all they do is run the football. Have you played all the freshmen you think that are going to play? Um, I don't know. don't know. There's still some guys that we're working with that might see action here in the next game or two. So you've seen this conference last year. Uh-huh. Um, Arizona State obviously one of the better teams in the conference last year. They yep. looked every bit as good this year so far. Um, I guess, do you use this game to see where you're at all season long? Players and coaches talk about we want to start taking some of these conference games into the second half, into the fourth quarter. I know you want to win every week, but um, do you use this game kind of as a measuring stick to see where you're at in that process? I, no. No. I, I don't use it as a measuring stick. I use it as a game that we're going out there and trying to trying to definitely go one and zero on, um, and 
we'll go out there and, and play, and, and hopefully at the end of the game we're, we're ahead. Um, and so that's what we want to do. So we'll, we'll just go out and work at it, but I won't come off the field and go, okay, we've improved this much, so we're this much better. Because next week's game is a whole different game. I don't know who's going to be well on my team. I don't know who's going to be well on their team. We just got to keep improving and keep getting better in all phases of our football team. Um, now, is this football team um, one of the top 25 teams in the country? Yes, no doubt in my mind. Are they talented that way? Yes. Um, so I, I think that this uh, it will be as that far as a being a, a test against a top caliber football team. Yes, this is a top caliber football team. I'll follow up to that idea. Um, the question was almost asked: if, if you play it close, is it a victory? I, I don't know. No, if you, you know, I not mean, even close. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't see any coach or any player thinking, well, right. instead of losing whatever by 30 points, if we lose by 10, that's star all around. Right. No, I think that only happens in Las Vegas. So. Okay. Anything else for Coach? All right, thank you. All right, thank you. Uh, is Gillen here as well? Thank you. Addison, uh, thank you. last week against UMass defensively, talk about the progress you saw the second half of this defense. You guys have kind of been gas for a few quarters in a row there. Yeah. And then you still, where did you see the progress? And why did it happen? Uh, I think, you know, going into the locker room, we had a lot more energy. Uh, we came out of the locker room with a lot more energy, too, as compared to uh, the start of the game and all that. But uh, I think just having a lot more energy, being more confident. We played a lot more confident the second half. Um, we knew what they were going to run at us, just judging by the formations and everything. So I think the confidence really came into a fa in, in the into the game, and uh, we're communicating a lot better, too. So despite getting kind of gashed in that first half, you went into the locker room and found this energy and confidence. Yeah. How'd that happen? Uh, I, I, our team's always been really good at, you know, staying calm, I think, under, like, when the game goes against us and everything. I think the team's been, the defense, at least, has been really good. I've always noticed, you know, they've never given up or gave up in a game or anything. Obviously, you had high ex outside expectations about you coming into the season. How would you kind of grade yourself out through two weeks? And Coach mentioned that you're having some injuries that you're dealing with. Can you talk a little bit about coming back from that? Um, I don't know. I think the first week, uh, we just, uh, I didn't play too well at all. Um, you know, just being bothered by our elbow and everything. And just couldn't make plays that I need to make. And then uh, last week, I think we played a lot better as a whole defensively. Um, we were in our playbooks a lot more. We were uh, watching a lot more film. Kind of knew what they were doing just because they only had one one game to watch. But uh, my elbow's getting a lot better. Um, almost got full extension and everything. So, yeah. Addison, have you seen growth in Tedrick Thompson? And if, if you have, how has he grown? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, he's getting a lot more smarter. A lot more smart. <laughs> a lot more smart with uh, during plays and everything. Um, you know, he's, he's communicating a lot better to linebackers, you know, letting us what, know what's going on with the secondary, um, knowing, you know, what routes are gonna, we're going to be seeing, whether or not, you know, just how they're aligned and everything. And uh, I think that's the biggest thing is just communication has gotten a lot better. When you look at Arizona State on film, what challenges do they present as an offense? Uh, they're just, you know, they're fast. They're, they hurry up a couple, uh, they hurry up a lot. Um, they're fast, physical, you know, they're, they're a strong team. They got a strong O line. Uh, good quarterback. Really good quarterback. We're gonna have to 
you know, watch for him scrambling, but they run all that read stuff, so we're going to have to worry about that, too. Madison, where have you seen the biggest improvement in run defense that is it imperative that you guys really take it to another level this week? Uh, I think the gap control by defensive linemen and as linebackers as well. I think we've gotten a lot better at staying gap, staying in our gap responsibilities and not trying to, you know, make all the plays, but more just doing our job and keeping our job. How much does ASU's uh, running game impress you? Oh yeah, they're uh, they're good. They're they have a strong running game. Um, you know, we had trouble with it last year. They have the like I said, they have those a lot of option. Option run pass plays, so you know, it's, it's going to be hard. You know as well as anybody how tough the Pac-12 is. Um, is this team ready to do more than get a try-hard sticker, and if so, why so? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think so. Um, you know, we're we're all coming into this season. You know, we're excited. We've uh, we've been working a lot, and uh, I think people, <clears throat> everybody's kind of buying into what Coach Mack is talking about, and you know, we believe in. We believe in our coaches, and you know they believe in us. So I think we're all ready, you know, to finally start winning some games. From the outside looking in, it doesn't seem that playing UMass last week and then playing Arizona this week, you guys are taking a huge step up on competition. Can you guys see yourselves making the progress you need to make this week to take on this? I guess. Upgrade challenge? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, every week of practice is the same. You know, we, I mean, as far as effort and, you know, how hard we're working and everything. So I think as long as we're practicing hard, having solid practices and being consistent throughout the week, I think, you know, it's just like any other game, just preparing. Addison, how much weight did you lose and how much have you gained back? Uh, I think I lost about seven pounds just with my arm injury and then gained it out about. Four, five back. Yeah. I wanted to ask about the run pass, the, those plays, and just what is it like for you guys on defense trying uh, to defend that? Uh, you know, it's it's uh, we just got to be responsible. You know, we're running certain things that are gonna, I think, help us a lot this year uh, as compared to last year. But I think as long as everybody does their job and stays responsible and you know is consistent with doing their job, I think we'll be good. I know it's early on in your Buffs career, but what does playing on this field mean to you? What does this field mean to you? Um, it's awesome. I, I was, we were just talking about it like uh, yesterday, about first game on Folsom. It's going to be awesome. Everybody's excited. Um, there's nothing like it. You know, it's awesome. Addison, your coach said that you guys do not have to be reminded about last year, 25-0 at the end of the first quarter and halftime. Yeah. Do you have to be reminded, or is it still sticking in your head? Uh, yeah, no, we don't. Definitely not. Do not have to be reminded at all. Was that game as bitter a loss as you had last year? Yeah, definitely. I think that was, you know, just that was one of the worst games. You know, we got physically just beat. Um, I think that was the hardest thing. You know, we were just physically beat. Um, didn't really have an answer for much. That's hard. Last year, you talked about the uh, playing in Folsom, but what about the construction, the new seating, uh, seating and all that? What, what does that do for the morale of the team? Uh, what do you mean? All the new seats down here. Oh, yeah, I think it'll it'll be good. Um, just having, I don't know, there's something about having more of a closed stadium that, I don't know, just feels a lot better. It's a lot more, uh, 
uh, fun to play in, I guess. Kind of like a bowl or something. But, um, you know, I think the team's really excited. Everybody's looking forward to it. Can't wait. And the commitment that the program has to upgrading facilities. What do yeah. The players on the field. Oh, it's uh, it's awesome. You know, that just shows that the program, the school, everybody, you know, they believe in us. They trust us to do what we need to do. And, you know, it just shows that, you know, it's good to be above. Addison, through two weeks, and I'm speaking defensively, huh. um, I guess what's your assessment of where this defense is at? Is it where you thought it would be, behind, ahead? Just your assessment of where this defense is at? Um, you know, I think we – Came out a little slow at the beginning of the season. Um, definitely came out slow in that first game. But um, I can start to see this this last week. You know, we're starting to come together and actually play together a lot better than what we have been and what we did last year. So um, I think maybe a little behind just as far as I thought we were going to come out and be strong right away. But I think just getting used to the games is what we need to do. And right now it's coming along. Anything else for Addison? All right, thank you very much.